Hi and welcome to the Travel Hero Podcast by ITB. Are you ready to reveal some superpowers of the great minds of the tourism industry? Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. So, as I said, my company, Travel Daily, besides being a China Fox B2B media, we are also the joint venture partner of ITB China, which we started the show about three years ago. Now it runs to the third year uh, in 2019. Uh, Before I, we start this session, I would like to introduce our distinguished speakers uh, from leading the Chinese companies. First, let me introduce Mr. Angel Zhou, who is uh, president of, of Alibaba Global Business Group and uh, president of Ligi. Please, Angel. Next, let me introduce Mr. Jim Chen, who is uh, president and chairman of uh, Fuxing Tourism Group. Let's welcome. Lin Chi from C-Trip is a chief product officer of Trip.com. Please. Thank you very much. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Could you switch to my slides? Yeah. Before we start this session, I would like to give you a quick overview on how China's travel business has been developing and how the competition landscape looks like. I will try to keep my presentation shorter. Okay. Sorry. Okay. As you can see from this chart, China's outbound travel business has achieved phenomenal growth over the past 10 years and reached of a milestone of over 100 million outbound passengers, outbound travelers in year 2014. But since then, the growth has been slowing down, but the market rebounded again in last year with 14.7% of growth in last year. But the number of outbound travelers increased only 7% in the last quarter of 2018. But this only benefited actually the destination of Great China. But the rest of the world actually Uh, welcomed uh, for the first time in the last quarter of the year, actually less Chinese uh, travelers uh, compared to the year before. So the air travel sector, so over 612 million passengers traveled by air last year. Also the international travel, as you can see, also achieved a similar growth trend of outbound travel with over 14.8% of growth in last year. So next, let's look at the major players on this market. Uh, as the largest Chinese travel company, C-Trip has steadily built its international footprint uh, through the strategic acquisition and investment of Skyscanner, Travel Fusion, and also Make My Trip. C-Trip also launched its international booking platform, Trip.com, after acquiring the US-based uh, trip planning site, Google Vote, as domain name. C-Trip also strengthened uh, its dominance in Chinese domestic market through the investment in its OTA rivals, including Tongcheng, Yilong, and Tuniu. Uh, as many of you know, C-Trip also invested in Chinese airlines and a couple of other Chinese leading hotel chains. As the largest uh, Chinese internet company, Alibaba is operating its own travel booking platform called Fliggy. Also invested in the Chinese travel content site QYER. Also, the, they also invest in the Chinese hotel uh, travel hotel technology company Shiji Information. Tencent also has a very broad investment in the travel space. 
uh, two of its major investment, one is Tongcheng Yilong, another one is uh, the China's largest uh, lifestyle shopping platform, so-called Meituan. Uh, both companies were listed on Hong Kong stock market last year uh, as a subsidiary of uh, Shanghai-based uh, Fusion uh, Group. Fusion Touring Group was also listed on Hong Kong stock market last year. Uh, it's the owner of Clamed. They also invest in uh, Thomas Cook. Meituan also built a super app that want to be the Amazon uh, for service. So they, they also become the actual emerging force in China's hotel distribution market. Uh, besides the investment in SeaTrip, as many of you know, Booking Holdings also uh, continues to looking for other strategic options in China. They also invest in uh, uh, Meituan and also another super app called uh, Car Heading App, DD. So, as Roland has introduced, globalization right now is a new world uh, in China as more and more Chinese companies sinking their fortune overseas. Uh, with the surge on Chinese unbound travel, also the massive shift toward the independent travel, it's really natural that the Chinese companies just follow their customers. So next, please. Join me. Actually, we will invite our speakers to each of the speakers to give a sh short introduction about their own globalization strategy. Okay. P first, let me introduce Ms. Angie Zhao to give a short introduction. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, distinguished guests, uh, good afternoon. I'm so honorable to be here to give us a, a briefing about Alibaba ecosystem business and also Fliggy Alibaba travel platform, the business. And uh, so, Alibaba uh, was founded in 1999. In the past 20 years, we were driven by our missions to make, make it easy to do business everywhere and so in the next 20 years, globalization will be one of our important strategy. Our goal is that by the 2036, we will serve 2 billion consumers and help 100 job, create 100 million job opportunities and also support 10 million profitable SMEs. By the end of the 2018, we already create 36 million job opportunities, serving 342 million uh, consumers and uh, supporting 10 million SME through our platforms. We aim to drive our globalization and uh, strategies through our five global approach. It refers to global buy, global sale, global delivery, global payment, and a global fund, which means global travel. With empowerment, inclusion, and sustainability at the core. With global buy, we hope to enable consumers to purchase products from around the world through Alipay B2C platform, and also with our online to offline new retail channel. In the past 11-11 Global Shopping Festival, we generated US, uh, the 31, uh, the 30, almost 31 uh, billion US dollars gross merchant volume within 24 hours. 
Also, by global sale, we aim to help SMEs to around the world to export their local product through our global B two B and B two C platforms, which currently we already service buyers and suppliers from around more than two hundred countries and regions. In terms of global pay, Alibaba has leading aging the technology of mobile. Or mobile wallet Alipay, which is together with its global partners, currently serves more than one billion users worldwide. Alipay Merchant Network has been built in more than 42 countries and regions, serving Chinese consumers. Our global delivery approach aims by laying down the logistic infrastructure to global buy and global sell. In terms of global fund, Fliggy or Alibaba online travel service platform, and joining force with global travel brands to broaden travel experiences available to China consumers. Our goal is to enable China and global travelers to enjoy and organize their travel seamlessly through their mobile. With the risk of generating, with the risk. Of Generation Z consumers and the emerging of the mobile area, and this is huge opportunities for the travel industry to think about how to service consumers from offline to online, from disconnect to hostilitic. So this is our challenges, but also our opportunities lie. So in May. Next, okay, sorry, thank you. In May twenty,、uh, in the last of May, and the Fliggy Initiative, the New Travel Alliance, together with a member of Global Travelers Branch, overseas tourism organizations and stakeholders from all Alibaba ecosystem, the new the New Travel Alliance aim to combine the travel industry player to advance. Product development, marketing, customer service, and also industry development. So the up the goal is to drive digital transformation and also upgrade of the travel industry through collaboration with Fliggy or partner brands and organization can gain access to all Alibaba ecosystem and also fully integrate with Alibaba ecosystem. The questionnaire you you initially show so the, the actually the result is quite interesting. In the past year, we have made impressive progress in digitalized together with our partners. For example, Merit International. Following the foundation of Merit flagship store on Fliggy, the two parties have jointly developed the target membership service and also collaborated on credit-based hotel service access. This service allows qualified users to enjoy deposit-free hotel experiences. Fliggy has also kicked off collaboration with many leading travel brands, including Singapore Airlines, Shangri-La Group, Shenzhen Airlines, Sichuan Airlines, and so on, and to explore innovation area such as loyalty program integration and digital marketing. Additionally, Fliggy and also established the first future hotel of Alibaba Group in China, and this. Uh, represent or attempt to demonstrate the travel industry what is possible with the、uh, technology. 
The hotel started operation on December 18th, and a range of AI technology, robots, and facial recognition of technology are used to enhance the consumer experiences and hotel back-end operations and improve uh, the customer service consistently. Fliggy is also pre-activity developing digital solution for tourism attraction, technologies such as facial recognition and a digital map service. So this was only a quick introduction for Alibaba and the Fliggy travel service platform, and how it's fulfilling its mission to make it easier to do travel business everywhere in the digital area. I seriously welcome everyone here today to join hands with Fliggy and to or Alibaba to provide an innovation travel service for the China and the global market. Thank you. Thank you, you Angel. Okay, next let's uh, invite Mr. Jim Chen, Chairman and CEO of Tucson Foods and Tourism Group. Please, thank you. <clears throat> So, guten Tag. Es ist wirklich schön, dass wir wieder mal in Deutschland sein. Ich verbrachte eigentlich meine Jahre, zehn Jahre in Deutschland, habe ich da hier Volkswirtschaft studiert. I switch it to English. It's wirklich my my pleasure uh, to be here to talk about Fosun tourism. Uh, you know, uh, Fosun is uh, one of the largest uh, conglomerate in, in China. We have business in uh, pharmaceutical industry and finance, uh, insurance, and real estate, and also some other uh, business. And uh, today I'm just talking about uh, Fosun tourism. And Fosun Tourism is a very young company. And uh, uh, actually, before the panel, the question is, uh, it depends on what the Chinese tourism group done. So I will maybe uh, talk a little bit about Fosun Tourism, what we have done in the past two years. It's really a young company, but developed very, very quickly. <clears throat> And the Fosun Tourism is just focused <coughs> uh, in the leisure uh, tourism market. So uh, the tourism market, our tourism industry have, have developed in last <coughs> decades very quickly. It's it became one of the largest industries in many countries. And globally, it makes almost 10% of the GDP. And in China, last year, it makes already 11% uh, of the Chinese GDP for the uh, tourism industry. And uh, the global market, the leisure tourism, makes almost 60% uh, of the market market share. And the leisure tourism market in China is just started. So we, we are in a time that we're just turning from sightseeing visit to, to a, a leisure and a holiday uh, 
holiday business. And uh, when Fosun started to invest in, uh, in tourism business, we are thinking of the market structure. So the Chinese customer or Chinese uh, tourism uh, changed a lot in the past few years, but we really uh, need a lot for the leisure tourism uh, market as a product. So we start to uh, come to Europe and to try to find some uh, company in this industry, and we invest in this uh, company and then help them to grow, uh, grow in China. So if you look at <clears throat> as the Fosun uh, tourism group now, actually we became now the leader in the leisure tourism industry for global families. So we running actually now uh, three segment. If you look at the Qi, we in the uh, basis we we are the largest uh, resorts operator in the world. And uh, we invested in uh, climate in 2010, and we get the majority share in 2015. So after then, we start to invest in other uh, resorts business, like in Sanya, we, we build the uh, Atlantis Sanya uh, uh, in 2013 start and we opened in la last year. And then we build also the album. The company is actually uh, focused on the theme park and the destination uh, management. So in the, in the buses, we, we have the results and the destination uh, management business. And in the middle, we enlarge our contents so we built a JV with the American company Metal uh, called Miniversity. Uh, so we target on the kids' business, and we already opened the Miniversity in Shanghai and in Sanya. So we do a lot of cross-marketing for the kids and our resorts business. And we also uh, invest in the shoe companies, and we build the fan shoe. That means we we will deliver more and more new contents in our resorts and in our destinations. So the second part of our business will develop very quickly based on our uh, resorts and the destination business. And the third part of our business, business is actually the service and also uh, the, the uh, channels. So we invest in uh, Thomas Cook in Europe, and uh, we also build our own apps uh, for it. So all these things, actually, it's very clear. We want to target our uh, global family business for, for holiday. So Fosun uh, tourism business is actually the company that we will deliver one-stop holiday experience for global, global companies. It will change the global company structures now. 
And all these portfolio companies, they, they actually benefit from the synergies together and uh, also the global synergies. We, we can also, through the global customers, balance the, uh, the seasonal uh, problems for the tourism market. So, uh, Folida is a young company, but we, through our investment and acquisition and also now the organic growth, uh, we, we want to really uh, create more attractive products and experience and service for our global customers. And our business now is actually 48% uh, of our, our revenue is in Europe, and 28 is in Asia, and the rest is in uh, North American and uh, South American. So we are a truly uh, global, international company, and our management team is also come from different nations. And uh, so we try to be a global company because we fully uh, believe that uh, tourism business is a global business. It's not a one-way business; it's a two-way business. So. Uh, we are actually ready to work with all the companies in Europe and also uh, globally to really uh, develop the tourism business globally. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chen. Let's invite Lin Chu from Trip.com. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Hello. My name is Lynn, and uh, well, thank you, Charlie, for giving me the opportunity to share a few quick points in kind of our lessons learned and uh, what we believe in as we begin our journey to globalization. It's very much of an ongoing journey. So next. All right. Uh, I'll just, you know, we don't have much time, so I'll get right into it. Uh, defining your initial markets. So uh, Hong Kong, Taiwan, and Japan and Korea were natural places for Trip.com to enter and continue to focus in. The C-Trip group brings an enormous volume of travelers to these destinations. And as such, we have established strong relationships with the supply partners there. And that's very important because, as you probably know, Korea, and especially Japan, has a large percentage of domestic travel. And when these travelers are looking to go overseas, then we are even more capable of offering them very extensive and very competitively priced uh, travel products abroad. Okay. Uh, did that work? No. There we go. Uh, going global is more than just standing up different websites in different languages. Trip.com offers a lot of different currencies and different payment methods in different countries, right? And each of these carries with it its own transaction costs, credit card transaction fees and, and fraud risks. So we had to model and anticipate and understand all of these and what that means to our, to our bottom line. Um, in addition, operating global customer service is also a very important consideration. Um, we carefully evaluated you know, our anticipated call volume and we analyzed the actual call volume. And what we find is that in some markets, 
uh, the customers don't mind being serviced in their language by somebody who speaks with an accent. But in other markets, the customer feels much better, they feel much more assured when they're serviced by a native speaker. So these are the things we had to consider. You know, how many agents to hire and whether what profile of uh, speakers. There's a lot of agents that speak several languages, but then they speak with an accent. So that kind of determination is actually quite important. Okay, this, there's probably quite a few CMOs in the audience, and um, this is going to be very elementary to you. But we learned that it's the basics that matter um, as we go global. So looking at our own data, we try to understand the loyalty profile of our customers and how that loyalty profile reconciles or not with the general uh, loyalty profile of that market. There's a lot of reports you can see of uh, different countries because of their culture, because of the competitive landscape, different factors that makes that customer in that region generally more or less brand loyal. So we compare our own data with the market data and we decide what to do about that. Do we want to, how much, how do we recruit a, a loyal customer? How much are we willing to spend uh, to make that customer loyal? Or is it better to apply the same resources uh, in some other mechanism to bring these customers to our site and, and transact with us? And this, by the way, is uh, very much a function of our maturity of our brand also. So not of the market itself, but also the maturity um, of our brand name. That determines how we, uh, we have our customer strategy in terms of recruiting versus um, repeat. Okay, uh, Trip.com is a very small and very young global OTA. But we are part of a very extensive global portfolio in the same group. We operate independently, but we, we do leverage the scale of the group when it comes to data, technology, customer service, um, and just the overall infrastructure in our supply relationships. And finally, this is probably the, the most important point, that going global doesn't mean simply making an English or, or Japanese or French version of our wildly successful uh, Chinese product. So, you know, the, the, the C-Trip interface, like the, the Taobao interface and other popular Chinese apps, are very fine-tuned to the Chinese consumer. It may not be relevant to the global customer, right? The amount of information you're presenting to them, um, the, the, the amount of uh, cognitive load you're placing on their brains, the call to action, all of these things should be based on usability test. And not all of our products, C-Trip offers a lot of products for the Chinese customer. Not all of them are going to be ready for our global customers. It has to be relevant for the market. The localization has to be ready to service the customers. They have to understand it. Um, and our customer service agents have to be trained on servicing that product in that language. So there's a lot of considerations before we can just simply translate our site to a language and put it on there. And lastly, um, this is something that's easy to overlook. I mean, we certainly have uh, learned things the hard way, I think, along the way, is a lot of details matter. The way we word things, um, the terms and conditions of a flight ticket, right? The, the Chinese and probably the American customers may not have the patience to read it end to end, but the Japanese customers often do. It's very important to them. The way we put our calendars, some parts of the world, the calendar starts on a Sunday. Some of them starts on a Monday. So if we choose what works well for one market and globalize it, customers will make a mistake and book the wrong dates. So these are the things 
that I think for us as a young and small OTA is the most important thing is be very humble and receptive and be agile in correcting and learning. And that's my thing. Okay. Thank you, Matt. <clears throat> I'm sorry, we are running a little bit behind the schedule, so let's start the first question. Uh, for all of you, so in terms of globalization, what are the main purpose of globalization for your company at this stage? Mm-hmm. You see the question there before we start, quite interesting. Please. So we just one by yeah, one. Yeah, please. Okay. Lady first. Okay, thank you. Yeah. yeah so uh, in terms of globalization, just as mentioned, for Alibaba ecosystem, we go through the five global approach. Uh, so in the in current stage, we're more focused on the Asia Pacific because we have built up the global partnership with the uh, uh, the Asia Pacific. For example, like uh, eWallet. If I work with the nine partners across Southeast Asia and Korea and India and Bangladesh and Pakistan, and uh, totally we could service 200 million users uh, for the local payment. And also for e-commerce marketplace, we invite Lazada, it's across Southeast Asia. And also the Dara's in Bangladesh. And also for Alipay Tourism, Alipay is a mobile payment for Chinese tourism. And we cover more than 45 countries and regions to for Chinese tourism can use Alipay everywhere. And also behind that, we are not only the payment solution, we provide uh, the foreign exchange rate and and also the credit payment, those kind of the functions to supporting that. So the current stage, if we're more focused on the Asia Pacific and to work with our partner broadly and to open the opportunities for SMEs and to give them more job opportunities and also the business. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Ms. Chen? So the purpose of globalization for your company okay. at this stage? Yeah. I think it, uh, the, the globalization is a must for... Uh, travel company. I think, uh, as I said, uh, travel business is a global business. Actually, uh, it's the people from one country travel to other countries. So uh, this is the first thing. And second is, actually, if you do the global business, uh, you can get the really the world-class or best knowledge in one area. And then you can take this knowledge to go to other countries, like we invest in European brands, and then we we introduce these European brands to China, Chinese market. And the, in China, especially, we uh, in our business for the leisure uh, tourism holiday business, uh, China is just started. So if if you have these uh, good brands or good products which already uh, make very good successful in the existing market. I think it's very good if uh, through our uh, efforts to to really uh, launch the Chinese market and then will help not only uh, the Chinese market, it will also help the companies that in Europe you, you have then the uh, really a new and faster booming uh, market. So I think uh, globalisa- globalization is really a uh, benefit from many sides. Okay, thank you. Ding? Why does any company want to go global? Um, <laughs> look, C-Trip has been around for nearly 20 years. So we've built up the, the infrastructure, the scale, and certainly the strong inventory and products that we want to offer to global customers. Yeah. 
Okay. So, yeah, my next question for Angel. So, uh, uh, we know you are also managing the global business of Alibaba Group, including Alipay. So, how the Alibaba ecosystem is supporting the globalization of Flicky in, in the travel space, and how Flicky is also contributing to Alibaba's global business expansion? Could you give us a little bit more detail about this? Okay. Uh, in terms of the Alibaba ecosystem to uh, to supporting the uh, to integrate with the fleet or travel business, actually our ecosystem is uh, really very comprehensive. It's uh, like we have the e-commerce business, uh, logistics business, entertainment, and uh, we work with our partner to think about how to build up the unique marketing to help or if they integrate with the Alibaba ecosystem through Fliggy, and we can think about how to work together to get a more precision marketing and uh, on our platform to provide and uh, based on the group of consumer uh, design insight and to provide uh, the tailored uh, the travel product to a consumer. And also that in terms of the Alipay, because right now it's one third of Chinese tourism go outside of China, they use Alipay to do payment. And it is really very popular. So that we, uh, that we put Fliggy and Alipay together to think about how to service the consumers pre-trip, during trip, and post-trip. So we just uh, all together. Uh, and also because uh, I'm in charge of the both the two business. So we are together. Yeah. Okay, thank yeah. you. So for Fusion, so you have built the travel business through the mainly through the acquisition and the strategic investment. The company you have acquired or invested over the past year, including CloudMed, uh, Thomas Cook, and also Make My Trip, the India largest OTA. So, what, what you have learned from working with these partners, besides move that brand business in China? So actually, uh, we now work very well with all the global partners together, and the. Uh, the main reason is really we, we can help these companies to enter the Chinese market and uh, especially in leisure tourism market in China, we say uh, it's just started in, in China. So China became the largest uh, tourism market uh, globally, but the leisure tourism market uh, is just started. But in globally, as, as I mentioned, uh, the leisure tourism business makes almost 60% of the total uh, tourism revenue. But in such a big market in China, the leisure uh, tourism business is just started. So we are really want to work with the best uh, brands or companies in the world and combine the uh, momentum in China and uh, make, make the, really the global business uh, uh, tourism business more attractive. Okay, so Pauline, so I know you have worked for Expedia and HomeAway for many years in the US. So what are the best practices or lessons for Chinese companies' globalization efforts you have learned from your general working for Expedia and uh, C-Trip, besides the uh, first you mentioned, be humble. Anything else? Yeah, um, so first Expedia and, and HomeAway are excellent companies that we can learn a lot from. And in particular, both Expedia and C-Trip are very dominant in their, in their native markets. Um, what they've both done is build infrastructure for global scale and then be able to tailor to the local market through test and learn. I'll give a few quick examples. Um, C-Trip, what C-Trip has done is uh, build a 
platform that allows us to onboard new partners very quickly. So as we explore new markets and we learn what these customers prefer, we can then activate our sourcing machinery and bring the partners on board so that they can offer their products to the global customers very quickly. The first one. Second is around data. Um, over the years, Ctrip has invested a lot in big data and cloud computing. It processes uh, 50 terabytes of data a day. That's a lot. So as we expand our global reach, we can then feed that international, that global data into this existing machinery and identify new patterns and behaviors that allows us to test variations of our feature to better suit the local market. And then the third one, what both Expedia and, and Ctrip do, so Expedia is headquartered in Seattle and, and Ctrip in Shanghai. The main, the core product and technology teams are in headquarters. But both companies also hire uh, extensively regional talent to be able to feed insights about customers, to be able to support customers in the best way possible. And the close collaboration between these two parties are, are vital. But it's also unavoidable that there will be healthy friction. Right? There's one team that optimizes for global scalability, and there's another team that optimizes for local relevance. And that, when you add that with culture diversity, uh, different languages, that the way they express themselves, and then the, the, the geographic distance and uh, the, the time zone difference, there necessarily is going to be friction. And we just have to anticipate and embrace that. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. So let's take some questions from the audience. The first one, Chinese demand is very seasonal, concentrated on Chinese New Year and October Golden Week. Do you expect this to change in the future? If yes, how? Okay. Yes, I think in the, in the past, the <coughs> Chinese customers come very uh, uh, concentrated in some golden week. Golden week. It, it's not only for album, uh, also for the inbound domestic market. But now it's actually changing in in few ways, I think. One is uh, the Chinese government actually give uh, the... Chinese uh, people more long vacations, and uh, so that will change. They can also use uh, their vacations to to change their trips. Secondary, I think it's more technique, and the the new technique will change the whole society. Now in China, actually, a lot of people they are not working at ho uh, at office. They are working at home, so they can choose what they the time is suitable for them. I think uh, in future, the seasonality for uh, Chinese visit were really balanced. Uh, if you look at last year, in the Chinese customer come to Europe, it's already changed. So they are not just concentrated in Chinese New Year or, or the fe some festivals. Many people actually come in almost every month Okay. Yeah. Lin, you have any insight to share on this question? For Chinese travelers? I mean, not too much for the album travelers. We do observe a lot of during Chinese New Year. Was there anything else for me to answer? Or no, I mean, the first question. You have any insight to share? I think there's m much more flexibility. I mean, just as Jim says, I think that people travel, and a lot of times they travel abroad. I do this. They're abroad traveling, and they are spending their day visiting sites, and they might be working in the evenings. I think that's a global behavior that the Chinese are adopting as well. So. Okay. So let's take another question. What are the key things that Chinese travelers are looking for? Is this changing? Anjun? 
I think for the Chinese travelers, because、uh, it's more and more、uh, Generation Z consumers, because they are looking for the travel as a local. The first things, it's not just a travel as travelers. Therefore, so this is more local attractions and、uh, the culture and also the story behind of the、uh, the museum and also the hotel is very interesting for young people. And also the second things, I think the for travel、uh, for the. Chinese travelers,、uh, they are looking for unique experiences, but not uh, uh, like a、uh, group travel. And、uh, this is、uh, some changing because uh, uh, there's a、uh, quite young. But it's something is not unchanging, just like safety. So that is why、uh, the we we with the, the more Chinese travelers, they just they would like to take Alipay to go to China because you do not need to bring so much cash. The cash is on safety. Yeah. So that is、uh, some things change, some things unchange. But we have our technology method to service them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Any of you can share some insights, Ling and Tim, on this question? I think the Chinese travelers are looking to do everything on their mobile device.、Yeah. So unlike、um, probably the rest of the world, where there's you know desktop and and mobile web is still very much relevant,、uh, for the Chinese traveler, it's either in a native app or don't even bother.、Mm. Okay.、Yeah. So next, let's take the last question、yeah. for 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 me. So, what are the main your main challenge for your company's globalization efforts? How are you going to overcome this?、So、please keep the answer short. Yes, thank you. Yeah,、okay. start, please, lady、yeah. first. Okay,、uh, okay. So, because、uh, the Alibaba ecosystem is really very comprehensive, so normally our customer will ask how to work with Alibaba, and because it's so broadly business. So, what、uh, our efforts is really made to like、uh, help the, our customer to really understand the, or. Business and also we really want to create a value and to our partners' business. So we just why we built one strong team and、uh, globally and to set up the close partnership with our partners to like us to more understand each other. Like we see to make it easier to do travel business everywhere in digital era. Thank you. Okay, Mr. Chen. Yeah, as a globalization, there are a lot of challenges, but. But the、uh, most important thing is actually、uh, the cultural understanding each other, and、uh, so what we do is we really respect、uh, every company what what they their cultures, and uh, uh, we also try to do better communications with them and let them know what the Chinese situation and、uh, what the Chinese、uh, market is different from. The other countries, so、uh, the better communication and the better、uh, respect to each other、mm. is a way to really to solve all these challenges.、Mm. Okay, thank you, Lin. So, I think the biggest challenge is to see if we can continue our growth. I mean, growing at triple the rate of the market is. Relatively easy when you're small like we are, but as we get bigger, it will simply get harder.、Um, how to overcome it? Number one is leverage the incredible strength and depth of the Ctrip Group.、Uh, number two is continue to invest in the region and learn more about the markets. And number three is simply test and learn and trial and error.、Yeah. Okay, so thank you very much, Angel, Jim, and Lin. Please join me to thank all of them.、Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you, Charlie. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Travel Hero podcast by ITB. If you like what you heard, make sure to check in soon again and subscribe to our channel to know when it's time to reveal another travel hero story. Music